The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring. And you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. That we normally record. That was the that was definitely we did the Wednesday show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Wednesday show, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, somebody. Um, the, the, the big announcement the big announcement was made he said they told myself it's not Shane it's me mm-hmm. <laughs> I caught that yeah, I caught see that. they kept all in that mouth that, that episode it's oh yeah and some 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 random account was trying to tell me something about some um talking about what are you saying Oh, he talking about as a play. When he said that, he said the announcement, and I said, "I see WWE is still stuck in their head." And he was somebody. The dude came in and was like, "In my mentions, it was like, it's a play on Vince um, by WCW." I'm like, I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm aware. Of that. I'm aware of the history. And he's like, "Well, it didn't seem like it." I was like, I was like, they didn't have to use WWE. To um to get themselves over, and then he was the other person. The same guy was like, "Oh well, um, that all that stuff happened in the in the, in the ni- late nineties, early two thousands. You know, it's fine to like talk about it and reference it. It was like you create your own stuff without having to, to jump on somebody else's history." Mm-hmm. Well, and wrestling Twitter just think, wanted this come and just try to say. Just trying to, um, you know, um, but actually, you all the time, you want to say, just shut the hell up. <laughs> shut, shut up. Well, you know, man, some people think that wrestling started in 2000, you know, 16 or whatever, man. So, right. you know, there's a lot of people who don't have a, a, a far back knowledge as we do of this stuff and seeing the territories and everything like that, you know. So they don't really understand how a lot of this is supposed to to work and how, you know, the the history is supposed to be there to reference but not necessarily be a crutch at every time you you know, like you said, they're not making anything of their own. They're just taking everything that's already been done and just beating you over the head over it, you know? Right. But, you know, that uh, that's the battle that they're going to have to continue to fight and overcome and, you know, kind of do like WWE does, like, oh, our competition, they don't exist. The only thing that exists is us. That's it. 
but we're uh, four weeks away from WrestleMania, give or take. So things are starting to shape up a little bit clearer coming into WrestleMania season, at least on Monday Night Raw. I haven't watched SmackDown in the last couple of weeks, so I, I'm not sure how things are materializing over there. But I guess they're starting to uh, get a clearer path onto other matches besides the championship matches, the four main title belt matches, the two, well, the three main championship matches, the two women's matches, and then the uh, unification of the world title match. Um, so Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, so they're here for a promo before their tag team title matchup. Rollins is fired up and Owens talks about how the deck has been stacked against them all year. Tonight, though, they're taking the titles and they're going to WrestleMania. That's great, but they have to compete in the dump known as Dallas. Being there with Rollins will make it more bearable, though, and we look at some clips of how we got to this title match. Owens goes on a rant against the other teams, including saying that Shorty G and Otis suck. Alpha Academy, now with the shoosh at the start of the entrance, come out. Chad Gable lists off his resume and throws in a thank you regarding how they're going to retain their titles. And then we cut to RK Bro in the back where the team is rather fired up to get their titles back. Riddle is all about it. Yep. Did you enjoy that uh, party promo last week? It was cool. Thank you. Ariana Grande, thank you. Um, tag team titles, triple threat match: Seth Owens, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens versus RK Bro versus the champions Alpha Academy. Chad Gable hits his rolling German suplexes on Orton, Rollins, and Riddle before going up for the top rope moonsault, which Randy Orton turns into an RKO. Rollins and Kevin Owens break up the pin though. It's a buckle bomb to Gable into a stunner into the stomp. And that's when Riddle throws Seth Rollins to the outside and steals the pin. And we have new Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro. Everyone kept debating over that the best RKO for Randy. And I was like, um. It's in the top five, but it ain't the best. Uh, I mean, it might, for me, it might fall outside the top five. Name me five better RKO's than that. Five better RKO's than that? Yep. Um, we know what the GOAT is. It's the Seth Rollins one at WrestleMania. That's the number one GOAT. Okay, so let's establish that one. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's the one. Um, the one he hit with Evan, with Evan Bourne. Okay. Um... What is it? The one where he caught Eddie coming off the foot of Frog Splash? Yeah. It was another one that he did. Um, I think he did a Monday Night Raw two years ago. Because he ran up in the crowd and posed and was posing and was posing with the crowd and everything. I forgot who, who he hit with that one, but um, I don't know what it was just he just stood there and just and just struck and you were just like you ain't know what happened and all of a sudden you up in the game down. 
um, the people in Cleveland was all about some damn Randy Orton boy. They were hyped yes, for him. He was yes, definitely the star, the like the fan favorite of this match. Star of the match though, Chad Gable. Chad Gable was wrestling his ass off in this match. Of course. So after the match, Owens and Rollins, they're devastated. Seth Rollins is walking to the back in a trance. Kevin Owens is talking to himself in disbelief. Orton gets on the mic and talks about how he has never had this much fun in his over 20 years of being in WWE. And he will actually call Riddle his friend. And they're going to WrestleMania. I told you why. He's calling him his friend. Yeah, because he shows up every Monday and goes, Randy, I'm going to get you high today. <laughs> Randy, he ain't got to put, he ain't got to put five on the sack. Real nope. just be like, hey, bro, meet me in the back by the dumpster. He was sitting there, he's like, yo, I go for a walk for the show. <laughs> right. 24-7 title, Dana Brooke versus Tamina. A clothesline takes Dana Brooke down, and Tamina applies the Boston Crab. Dana Brooke finally powers out and grabs a bad-looking roll-up to retain the 24-7 title. After the match, Akira Tozawa says Dana Brooke cheated and says the winner of the match is the love of his life, Tamina. So Tozawa asks for another kiss, but Tamina walks by him. She teases coming back, but blows him a kiss and leaves. <sighs> Nothing to see here. Move along. Okay, no problem, sir. Uh, Seth Rollins still can't talk about what happened uh, with uh, Seth, uh, Seth and Kevin Owens losing that tag team title match. Uh, we look back at Roman Reigns and the Usos attacking Brock Lesnar and leaving him bloodied and laying at MSG. Now it's time for the Miz's promo. Miz says he's home and says that the cheers he receives are respect. We see Dominic Mysterio insulting Logan Paul, who is Miz's special guest this week. So out comes Logan Paul, who says it's good to be home. He's honored to be going to WrestleMania as Miz's partner. Logan Paul talks about growing up in Cleveland, and he went to high school here with Cleveland, making him the man he is today. They don't like Dominic riding on Ray's coattails because that isn't how they do it here in Cleveland. Speaking of Cleveland, here's another Cleveland native, Jerry Lawler. So he after, was, uh, yeah, he was born in Cleveland. Oh, so I was saying, I thought he was he was a Memphis guy. <laughs> he made his money in his career and became famous in Memphis, but he grew up oh. in Cleveland. So after a rather nice reaction, Lawler lists off some Ohio towns where he lived over the years and thanks to Miz for inviting him here. Lawler looks at the WrestleMania sign and thinks it would be great to have this show right here in Cleveland. Miz doesn't think much of that idea because Cleveland isn't exactly a WrestleMania city. Miz says, you were just cheering me and now you're booing me. He says, this city couldn't even handle the pyro without the lake catching on fire. No one stays here, just like when the Browns or LeBron James left. Miz says he and Logan Paul can go on to a real WrestleMania city and leaves with an unsure Logan Paul in tow. You also mentioned Odell Beckham too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like doing the hometown hero thing and healing it up all in the same program. 
We know. Vince McMahon special. Uh, we look back at Dolph Ziggler's recent issues with Tommaso Ciampa foreshadowing. Uh, Brian Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa are here to face Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode in a rematch of last week's NXT main event. Brian Breaker is excited and ready to go before defending the NXT title against Ziggler and Ciampa on Tuesday night. So you really think it was this is too early for Braun Breaker to be on the main roster? Hell yeah. <laughs> like, damn, Vince. I know we I, I know last week I was like, yo, if you can't make this man a star on the main roster, you need to give up the 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 sticks. But damn, I didn't mean for you to you rush it the next you week. Heard, you heard you talking <laughs> I'm gonna pick you next week. <laughs> I didn't mean like the very next week try to yeah, he said, oh, pull it off. And for my next trick, Brian Breaker is going to show up on Monday Night Raw. Now, this wasn't exactly the way I was talking about using some NXT people. I was talking about using dudes like Idris Anofe and Malik Blade. They like, you know. Oh, my God. At least those two. Wrestle some matches, get beat up, but gain some experience. You know, let Shelton Benjamin and 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 Cedric Alexander beat them two up in a tag team match or something. You know what I'm saying? But you know, uh, this wasn't my idea of how you interspersed the NXT talent. But anyway, we've got Brian Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. A roll up gives Ziggler a two count, but Brian Breaker charges into the post. The zigzag connects for a two with Ciampa making the save. A jumping knee sends Robert Roode outside, and the gorilla press power slam from Braun Breaker finishes off Dolph Ziggler. After the match, Ziggler says that was one win and promises to take the title tomorrow night when Braun Breaker crumbles. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Dun 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 dun. Uh, we get a video on Amos, and then Amos is asked if he had a path to WrestleMania, and he asks how many people he has to dominate. So we have Amos versus Apollo Crews. Amos forearms Crews off the apron and out to the floor for the big crash. Back in, Crews is a jumping into Gary, but gets choke slammed for the pin. After the match, Commander Aziz comes in to check on Apollo Crews. Him and uh, Amos have a stare down, and Amos just laughs at him. I think Commander is easy versus Amos. I bet you would. I'd do that. I could do that. Uh, look. My, my, my statement still stands. I said, I said, still can't, I said, it's still hard to believe that Amos found his foot in his niche, niche in WWE, but Keith Lee couldn't. That's because they didn't like the way Keith Lee talked. They didn't like the way Keith Lee wrestled. They didn't like Keith Lee's music. They didn't like Keith Lee's gear. You know? <laughs> that's uh, that's a lot of strikes stacked up against you, bro. Yep. Then he got sick. So, I mean, okay. he had a lot of dominoes and hurdles in his way to try to overcome on the main roster and you know, it just wasn't going to, as we know now in retrospect, looking back, it just wasn't going to work just because they didn't understand him. They didn't have a grasp of his character, what he was about, his wrestling style, anything the way that Triple H did. 
We look back at AJ Styles accepting Edge's WrestleMania challenge, sending Edge into a rage and crushing him with two concertos. So here's Edge, but his entrance is straight out of belly. Um, his music cuts off and a dark spotlight comes on him as he walks to the ring. After taking his sweet time getting into the ring, Edge says, you think you know me. Tonight, he is going to talk to AJ Styles, so make sure you put the kids to bed first. Edge did what he did last week to bring out the real AJ Styles. It was a new Edge, too, as he peeled back his head and saw the real him, which he had never seen before. This is an Edge that he has fallen in love with, and now he feels in control of everything that happens in the ring. Edge is standing on the mountain of omnipotence, and the view is phenomenal. A close-up of Edge's face wraps up the promo. That shit was scary. Uh, you as a fill in the belly um, black light? No, I just said it was scary. I didn't say I wasn't feeling it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh, Yeah, it was dressing all black like the omen. Kevin Owens says he never wants to feel how he felt after that loss again. He just had an epiphany, though, and it is the idea that is going to change his entire WrestleMania future. There are details to iron out, but he has a plan that he will reveal later tonight. That brings us to Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley teaming up to go against Carmella and Queen Zelina. Zelina kicks Liv Morgan in the face, but there is no Carmella to make the hot tag. Vega yells at Carmella, who is talking to Corey Graves, allowing Liv Morgan to hit the code breaker. Rhea Ripley comes in and hits the rip tied for the pin. And now it has been announced that Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley will be added to the women's tag team matchup to make it a three-way. So now it's Carmella and Queen Zelina defending against Sasha Banks and Naomi and Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Because somebody, they had to use their, their show as, as, you know, just distraction. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, uh, what did you think about the first episode of uh, Corey and Carmella? I know you watched it. No, I did not. I know you gave it a spin. I know you wanted to see what Carmella looked like in no. those intimate situations. I know that was all you. Not at all. You <laughs> watch that bullshit. Um, as was announced by Moto to underscore Reese last week on this program. Big Van Vader is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. So it's beta time at the Hall of Fame this year. Um, very much overdue for Big Leon White. Um, one of the most decorated offensive linemen in the history of high school football. Uh, played for the Colorado Buffs. Also played for the Los Angeles Rams in the NFL made his way into the professional wrestling business in the AWA but quickly went overseas and became a huge draw in Japan where he held the IWGP Heavyweight Championship on multiple occasions Uh, famous matchup where he uh, got his eye knocked out a socket by a cowbell swung by none other than Stan Hansen and uh, actually had to pop his eye back in socket and wrestle the match too. Um, of course. Classic matches with Ric Flair when he came over to WCW in the 
early 90s and then he made his way to WWF and uh, had some, uh, you know, some some grip matches there. Memorable matches, pay-per-view matches with Jim Cornette as his manager. So the career of Big Van Vader will be honored at this year's Hall of Fame. And uh, also, don't forget, don't forget his legendary oh, oh, boy meets world. Yeah, oh, oh, see, there you go. <laughs> How can I there forget boy meets world? I was about to say, also, don't ever forget, don't ever forget that. Before you can say that, I'm still dancing in the ring. <laughs> Austin Theory is taking on Finn Balor in our next matchup. Theory is in control and knocks Balor down, but the ATL has escaped. A running dropkick into the corner knocks Theory silly, but here's Damian Priest to break up the coup de gras and cause a disqualification. So after the match, Damian Priest powerbombs Finn Balor. Austin Theory adds the ATL for the sake of photo photography. That's gimmick infringement. <laughs> Well, neither one of those guys are currently using that particular gimmick anymore, so I don't think I'm infringing. You're right. Uh, Bianca Belair, with her new Don't Touch My Hair shirt, or Thou Shalt Not Touch My Hair, excuse me. Can we quote it correctly? Um, yeah, that I should buy all of the women in our lives that shirt for their birthdays, Christmas, Valentine's Day, whatever. Anyway, holiday, birthday, special occasion. Um, she says she's ready to put the EST in WrestleMania. If, uh, Becky Lynch uh, got injured uh, on the Sunday night house show. Uh, somehow, Bianca Belair bruised her voice box? Is that what I'm getting? The Ricky Dragon Steamboat? Yeah, she... Um... She take a ring bell to the throat? I don't know, but she whacked it with the with her hand, which I know is going to lead to a, you know, uh, um, what's your name saying? She can't use her hand to match. Oh, uh, yeah, stipulation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last time somebody uh, had a bruised voice box in WWE, it was leading up to WrestleMania 3. Uh, Macho Man hit Ricky Dragon Steamboat in the throat with the ring bell. Then laid him over the uh, rail and came off the rail and like hit him in the head and throat and yeah, Ricky Steamboat couldn't talk for like six weeks. It's great stuff. Um, Kevin Owens, uh, he's coming out for his WrestleMania idea. He says he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania, so he needs a path to get to the event. So that's why he's going to have the biggest Kevin Owens show of all time. But that means he needs special guests. He needs someone from Texas. So maybe he could have that blowhard JBL on. But he's like, nah, as the horns on his limo are more interesting. He was like, Booker T. He's like, oh, yeah, the guy who spent most of his career as part of a tag team called Harlem Heat. It's like, Shawn Michaels is a proud Texan, but Owens is a proud Canadian. So on behalf of Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels is not invited. So that leaves one Texas legend, and he is somewhere probably drinking a lot of beer. When he was in WWE, he had to wear knee braces to get through his matches. Owens would love to have this guy come here so he can give him a stunner and then pour out a glass of milk on his chest. He finally gets to it, and he challenges Stone Cold Steve Austin to show up to the KO show at WrestleMania. Oh, no. At this time, everybody, please stand up 
and show respects to the Mo Meltzer news report and Mo to the underscore Reese as he told us that this was going to happen about what three weeks ago yeah and folks was like how's it going to happen it ain't a tag team match and it was like never know so yeah that's the biggest uh, thing to come out of this episode of Monday Night Raw we got new uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, we've actually had um, three title changes on Raw in the past uh, three weeks. We had 24-7 title change. We had um, the United States title change and now the Raw Tag Team titles change. And then uh, Kevin Owens comes out here and officially challenges Stone Cold Steve Austin to show up at WrestleMania for some sort of uh, interaction physical altercation stone cold released his answer video today in the uh, mountains of nevada pulling up in his suzuki side by side always staying on brand of course and uh basically you know said kevin owens is uh either a dumb son of a bitch or you know he wants to get his ass whooped by stone cold steve austin so man's coming Your thoughts first on Monday Night Raw, sir. Uh, it was decent. They um, pulled in number one in the most watched cable show. So, well, that no yeah, no football. Well, that um, opening triple threat match went like thirty minutes, and it, it and it was good. It was a little long, but it was good. So, I could see how that match could hold people in. To, to get to the 9 o'clock hour which I thought dragged a little bit because I looked up and it was like 9.15 and I was like damn it's only 9.15 shit it's weird right now leading into Wrestlemania with no world champion on Raw since the person right. who's representing uh, that belt is trying to unify it over on SmackDown and spending their time over there. So it makes for a weird build WrestleMania season-wise for Raw because there's no big singles title match except for Becky Lynch versus Bianca on that side, which yep. is weird. Weird. <laughs> oh, also, also, since you said you didn't watch SmackDown, but... Um, well, I did say that Vince and Pat McAfee would have something going on, mm-hmm. but it's by cause I said my money's going to be on Austin Theory, and that's what's going to be. That's going to be wrestling that man. Yeah, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory at WrestleMania. Hmm. Like I said, WrestleMania Smoke and Mirrors, live from Dallas, Texas. Smoke and Mirrors. <laughs> um, it's a damn shame they released all those wrestlers this past year, man, and they just don't have the foresight to make any of these uh, newer guys as big they stars. Wrestlers. They released wrestlers and let wrestlers walk. Yeah, too bad they don't know how to make these current guys as big as the stars as the people they keep bringing in from, you know, the legends 
side of town. But what can they do? You know, just the formula they they have chose to go about their business with, and this is the formula that they are happy using. So it is what it is in our regard. All right, so time for the Mo Meltzer segment. Take it away, sir. Okay. Oh. Listeners, Don here doesn't want to see Stone Cold um, wrestle in any vicinity. You know, listen to the dark match. You're going to hear me, you know, give him a rundown about how, you know, certain wrestlers, you know, old school come back and they wrestle and everything. And he was just saying, it's different, it's different, blah, 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 blah. But it seems like somebody here, someone big in the wrestling industry that seem to be on Dawn's side. Um, Jim Ross, um, I guess him and Simmons don't call it real, still real close. And Jim Ross said that Austin is not going to do anything wrestling as far as wrestling in the ring. He heard. He said he and I talked, but at the time we talked, he didn't know what he was going to do. He didn't sound overwhelmingly enthusiastic about it. People got to understand Steve was perfectionist even though it looks like he stays, he stays in great shape and looks wonderful, especially for a guy his age, he looks great. And that's just the athlete in him and the fact that he likes to train and eat right. So, you know. So, Jim Ross, you know, giving a little bit of insider information. So, it might be something. You never know. It could be something safe. Oh, it's got to be something safe because, you know. Yeah, we'll go 15 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. It ain't gonna go seven minutes. It better not. It better be. Kevin Owens comes out there, gets booed, talks some shit about Texas, introduces Steve Austin, glass breaks. Steve Austin comes out there, fucking power walks, don't say shit, middle finger, kick to the gut he's stunner. He's walking, he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> kick to the gut stunner. Thank you for coming. Drink some beer, pour some beer on him, and let's go. No, you gotta cut a promo. Then kick him in the gut, and so somebody toss him some beers and after that. Yeah, it's gonna be that new beer. You know, he just released a new beer to a lager. So, you drink it? No, I haven't. Haven't had one yet. I see. You got any NWA news for me? Any NWA news make the Mo Meltzer segment this week? Um, no. Easy E and Dr. Dre and MC Ren. Nice <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> DJ Yellow, all them guys. Oh, so uh, yeah, I was that, talking, I was talking uh, about Billy Corrigan and the um. The, the one with Matt Cordona is the uh, world champion. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I heard Chelsea Green got hurt again, too. And why am I not surprised? I heard Tasha Steele's won a belt. She, she should. I mean, try to try to give Kiara Hogan some, some, some bail, but... Yeah, she went over to AW and um, she kind of said the same thing as Big Swole did. It was like, yo, it's kind of 
it's kind of hectic over here. It's hard to, it's hard to kind of get some consistency with your stuff if you're not one of the favorites. Of course. You notice who fell out of being a favorite? Who? Miro. Oh hell yeah! Ain't seen that man in quite a while. Seems like Wardlow took his his TB time. Okay. I'd like to see them try to build a Miro versus Keith Lee match, though. Well, that'd be dope. Yeah, man, that'd be real good. Keep Keith Lee and, and, and Powerhouse Hobbs away from each other, though. Too, too much the same person. Yeah, and he doesn't need that stink on him. <laughs> he doesn't need on them, so. Gonna get our yeah. podcast flagged. Keep it, keep keep them keep keep me away from him. What what else you got? Oh damn! Remember Chrissy Hemi? Yep. Like she back, she might be she back with Impact. Okay, that's cool. She still got the uh-huh. red hair. I believe so. Okay. I thought she was good as like a interviewer when she was in WWE. She was. I thought she was good as like a backstage person. And she was. AK who is the first Spanish-born wrestler in the WWE is coming to NXT 2.0. Yeah, I saw that on the uh, vignette tonight, so that'd be cool. Tyler Bate coming back to NXT, man. He is it? I don't know. I don't really watch UK like that on the reg, so I definitely don't know if he's injured or not, but I mean that's the God. I thought he'd be the next one in line. Man, if he he's smaller than he's shorter than Adam Cole, so you know if Adam Cole couldn't break through, they definitely weren't gonna let Tyler Bate break through, but as I say all the time, the man is not even 28 years old and has three five legit five-star matches underneath his belt. That's a record for anybody in the WWE because WWE is not known for having five-star matches. Nope. Dave Meltzer won't give them out to him. <laughs> Unless you're Tyler Bate. Yeah. He got three of them. Right. All right, Don, it's time for your favorite part okay, of the show. Okay, okay, Here we got, Who we got. This is for main event. All right, yep. We got Liam Mahon showing up. What? He found his way to, he found his way to main event, but he just can't get to Raw, huh? No, he can't, he can't make that left turn at Albuquerque. GPS signals just not picking up the directions to Raw. And you have... 
the Street Profits going up against the Hurt Business. Hmm. Now, Vera's facing who? Um, you face a local oh, local, local competitor. Yeah, mm, I'd, I'd skip that, but if they gave Street Profits and Hurt Business 10 good minutes, I, I think I would at least YouTube that. I'm not going to cool it. Now, I wouldn't tune in and watch the. How long is that show? An hour? Yeah, it's mainly just clips and stuff. It's like a review and then two matches. Yeah. 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 Two I matches def- that before Raw on Monday night. Yeah, I definitely uh, fast forward that uh, that that Beer Mahan match. But I check out Street Profits and Hurt Business. I think that'd be good. I think that'd be good. That that actually has my interest. Yeah, you should um, give it a, give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have to just do that. He's not, ladies and gentlemen. He's not. <laughs> you got anything uh, coming out of the MSG weekend as far as? Well, Austin Dury was Brock's opponent and. I Brock. thought it was going to be Cody Rhodes. That's what the dirt sheets told me. And that's what they kept they kept trolling us. Some of them, I was told to keep my eyes on MSG. And then when I saw the tweet, they was like, so, um, the opponent was um, Austin Theory. I said, oh, y'all got troll. We got troll big time. Yeah, it definitely uh, law of diminishing returns because they've been hyping up. Oh, we're going to have a suitable opponent. We're going to have a, a star, you know, main event level guy, you know, and with all the rumors and everything with the Cody release and all this stuff and the um, Bobby Lashley injury, it just kind of seemed like this would be kind of the perfect time and place to, to, to slide Cody in and you know, he'd take that L, but, you know, at least he would have debuted and it would have been an MSG and it would have been a big deal and everybody talking. But dope. We got bum-ass Austin Theory. And you know that match didn't last, but that long. Yeah, because we saw what happened at the end. Mm-hmm. Got beat down. Uh, that's all I got. Light so you got light? Okay, pretty light this week. Well, yeah. you, you know what that means. Something would happen. Freaking bombshell is going to drop between now and Thursday. Right. <laughs> so we'll just be prepared, and uh, me and Miss Simi will talk about whatever that is uh, on the NXT cast and the Dark Match official. Uh, we got a action-packed edition of the dark match coming up we got the revolution pay-per-view rundown plus the aew dynamite follow-up episode uh, that's going to take place on wednesday night so yeah the dark match is going to be uh it's going to be a fairly long one so if you're a patron you're going to get your money's worth uh yeah i get to get a long <laughs> long dark match uh, yeah you're going to get a you're going to get a pretty long uh review for aew this week um, 
that's it, man. I don't have any, any other miscellaneous wrestling thoughts to, to throw out there. Oh, I will throw this out there, though. Did you see the uh, lashing out with Last Legend segment tonight? Uh-uh. Mm, mm, mm. Yams plus cakes. Really? Last Legend and Nikita Lions. Well, Last Legend didn't learn how to kick folks properly. You think it was the kick, or you think it was the actual uh, the slam, the finishing slam at the end? I don't know. Something happened to that girl head. <laughs> yeah, poor Amari, Amari Miller. Hopefully, she's feeling better this week, and she had to get stretched out last week after her match with Last Legend uh, due to suffering a concussion, or at least experience experiencing symptoms of a concussion. So hopefully, she's doing and feeling much better uh, this week. Word. All right, Mo, to the underscore. I'll turn it over to you, sir, for your shout-outs and thank yous. Uh, Shout-out to you, Dawn. Shout-out to um, everybody, the CSPN family. Shout-out to the Patreons for paying a little bit, bit extra to hear us talk. See, I'm using Simi's outro. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, see, that, my friend... Is grams for game making friends. <laughs> um, shout out to um everybody who's tweets with us. Um, Khaled Ring, um, Black Howland, Black Marvel, um, my girl Alyssa, um, my girl Jay, who kinda had me stumbling over the matches on Saturday. We forgot the um I was asking how many matches were left and she was like two, but then she forgot the um the Matt Hardy Oh, the six-man Texas Tornado match. That match. Yeah, that's the match I fast-forwarded through, man. I was like, man, you know, Sting and you guys, y'all are probably going to do some pretty wild and crazy stuff, but I got to get to this main event. Thank you. Yeah, so um, shout-out to Jupiter Jula, Ms. V, Game to the Max, Terry's boy, um, Anwar Starwin, um, Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. DD, Sam, Greg, Classic. Um, oh, hold up. Shout out to Jordan Grace. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Her birthday's a day. So, I'm going to tell you the last just a, That's just a Jordan hold Grace on, appreciation on, on. shout out. Hold okay. on. I'm going to get to it. So I'm about to tell y'all last last episode. My birthday was the um, Friday just passed. Oh, um, fine so, time to tell us now. You could have got all kinds of gifts and and dirty pictures in your DM, but now nah, you didn't put it out there like that. No, nah, I mean I got I got cash app money. I got um I was, went out on a date. You know, I was you know feeling quite lovely. But Jordan Grace's birthday is the day after mine. It was her birthday was that Saturday, so she posted a picture. Post a picture. Mm. It, was a, it was a picture. It was a, one of those tasteful news, but she had like the, the 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 frosting covering her like her her breast and the cake covering the lower half. And I was just like, Jonathan Gresham, lucky, lucky, lucky man. <laughs> That's definitely uh, one of these those couples when you hear. 
and you think about him and his stature, you'd be like, hmm, how does that work? But hey, they make it work. They make it work. She makes it work for the rest of us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, shout out to her, though. That was it's not a episode of the Rawcast without one Creepcast moment. Hey, I heard y'all, um, y'all banished um, Jubilee Jula from the... Um, banished? Not banished, but she got sanctioned. She said her word, she got sanctioned. <laughs> I didn't do no sanctioning. That must Somebody have been... Said- yeah, that must have been the um, um, Black Marble. Oh, okay. Yeah, because even though she's my nemesis, she's always welcomed. We don't treat uh-huh. her like Putin. We don't sanction her. She said something. Something happened. Oh, you said Putin. I heard you. But um, <laughs> she said something, apparently. Oh, I think it was because... <laughs> I think it was because when Edge came out, um, oh, yeah, she yeah, called yeah. the belly filter the jizz light. Yeah, she did say that. She said, she said, I said that. And I said, what? So I, said, I, said, I said, no, she said, semen light. Yeah, semen I said, light. And I said, it's the fleshlight. And she said, no, nah, close. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see how, how, how he was looking? I said, who came up with creative for, for that? Edge. Adam Copeland came up with that creative. That's the only thing about being a veteran or a legend or, or having that type of status in WWE. I think you get a lot more leeway to come up with your own shit. But if you, uh, let's say, uh, Akira Tazawa, sorry, homie. You got to do right. that dumb shit. You gotta do the you gotta kiss try to kiss chase the media for this whole twenty four seven title thing. Yeah. At least they got Reggie out of them damn prints in the popper clothes though. And he uh rocking some actual gear. Like he might be from St. Louis. Yeah. So that's positive. He's still flipping it. But hey, man, somebody, look, man, just because Kalisto ain't here don't mean that this trampoline just got to be sitting here in the back. <laughs> not, you, you don't collect dust. Right. You know, like somebody flips. <laughs> hey, you should like, hey, who's that black guy? I'm sure he flips. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, they got to load that thing on the truck every week. They might as well get somebody to use it. Um, I'm going to... Just do my business end part of the show. Just thank you for listening to the WrestleCast and the RawCast, which is part of the WrestleCast. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can find us through any podcast app, application, website. Just search for the WrestleCast. Dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day. Holding the WrestleCast sign. And you'll get the RawCast in your podcast queue each and every week. Share your commentary with color with us two ways. Use the hashtag RawCast each and every Monday night to join us in the live tweets. Or also join our Twitter spaces by the same name, hashtag RawCast. And you can express your com- your color your commentary with color with us inside the Twitter spaces. I thank you to everybody who used the hashtag AllEliteCast on Sunday night to talk about the Revolution pay-per-view. 
It wasn't Saturday night. No, it wasn't. Which I, I, I'm, I need to talk to Tony Khan and get him to move those pay per views back to Saturday. Um, if you're gonna have long, extra long winded shows, sir, you got to do that thing on Saturday. You watch it on Saturday. You, you still have Sunday to like refresh and talk to your friends about what happened, instead of like having to go to bed early on Sunday and still have to watch like the last hour and a half on Monday just because it just was too late in the evening and some of us have to get up and go to work at crazy hours of the morning um, thank you to all of the patrons listen to us on the patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media check us out over there where you will hear the AEW revolution review in its entirety along with the dynamite review from this week that is yet to come uh dynamite coming on tomorrow night should be very interesting fallout from revolution also you'll get to hear me and mo to the underscore reese have random conversations before we record this here podcast as well so check that out over on the dark match on the patreon page and just shout out to everybody on the CSPN, all of the podcasters, everybody who uh, puts in the time to record these wrestling shows with me, the guys over the Comic Book Chronicles who each and every week produce content. Please check them out as they keep you abreast of all the latest things in the world of comic books and comic book movies over on the Comic Book Chronicles. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Tomorrow night should be very interesting. Fallout from Revolution. Also, you'll get to hear me and Mo to the underscore Reese have random conversations before we record this here podcast as well. So check that out over on The Dark Match on the Patreon page. And just shout out to everybody on the CSPN, all of the podcasters, everybody who uh, puts in the time to record these wrestling shows with me, the guys over the Comic Book Chronicles who each and every week produce content. Please check them out as they keep you abreast of all the latest things in the world of comic books and comic book movies over on the Comic Book Chronicles. So for my co-host, Mr. Moat to the underscore Reese. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. It's official. I don't, I don't have a match at WrestleMania. Well, you know what, I I can accept that now because I think I found a way to get there. And it depends on the answer to the challenge I'm about to issue. I want to have the biggest, most stupendous KO show in history, and I want to do it at WrestleMania. And you know, I've been thinking about who my guests could be, and uh, obviously because of where WrestleMania is being held, I know it has to be some lowlife from Texas. There's the one and only heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And look, 
legend, no doubt, one of the greatest of all time, and a proud Texan. But Sean, I am a proud Canadian. And with that in mind, it would be sacrilegious to have you on the KO show. So out of respect for Brett the Hitman Hart, you're not invited. And look, I could embarrass any of these guys easily, but I have the perfect guest in mind. Someone who embodies the state of Texas like no one else, because just like the state of Texas, he is a broken down shell of his former self, living on past glory. Look, we haven't seen this guy in a while, and I bet since then he's let himself go. He's probably drinking beer all day, all night, like the redneck he is. His knees are so shocked that when he was in WWE, he needed to wear knee braces just to get through his matches. So if he accepts my invitation, what's he gonna need now to get down that ramp? A walker? It's a long ramp. Look, nothing would make me happier than to beat the hell out of this guy in his home state at WrestleMania and give him a stunner the world would talk about for years. And then pour a nice cold glass of milk over his lifeless body. I know you're watching and I don't think you have the guts to show up. But the bottom line is I am calling you out.